A report by Sister Amelia Offers Mercy Freely, Assistant Director of the Gentle Sunlight Orphanage in Red Hawk, Galeria. Amethyst is a quiet girl, polite and well-behaved, but I still worry for her. Losing one's parents is a tragic and traumatic event, not even considering the tragedy that befell her hometown. To be the sole survivor of such a terrible thing, my heart yearns to help mend hers. Still, she refuses all counsel, clams up whenever one of the sisters attempts to broach the subject. Holding such pain in your heart can do nothing but corrode it in the long term, but we risk even worse harm by prying too strongly, and so we allow her to keep us at arm's length. Even worse, the other children have begun to spread rumors about her, say that the magical t catastrophe that destroyed her hometown changed her as well, left her changed and strange. They say she has natural abilities, but it's all absolute nonsense. Still, I'm not sure how to stamp out such vile rumors without driving them to flourish in response. A poorly picked weed multiplies, after all. Recently, during our sessions, Amethyst has been asking about the surrounding area, near the towns nearby. She asks for maps and atlases and information about old civilizations. I don't understand what exactly she gets these ideas or why she's so interested suddenly in the country's railway systems, but it gets her talking, at least, so I indulge her. I pray that I do not misstep in my care for Amethyst. I pray that she is able to find some closure, some catharsis for the tragedy that she has experienced. More than anything else, I pray that she someday finds somewhere new to call home. Just like, so are you Professor Orion Montag? And he and he like he's like chewing, uh, and he starts talking without even looking at you. He says, "Yes, yes, I am." And he looks at you and like stops dead. His mouth kind of drops open, and like the pork chop falls onto the plate. Oh, this is Alexander. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Why is there a titan here? What? Uh, Tuka, like, uh, moves a little further away from this guy, like, uh... And, like, the same, like, the same movement that you're, like, leaning back, he leans forward and, like, peers at you. And his eyes are a little, like, weird and kind of, like, hazy. Yeah. Um, but they're, like... Are also weirdly sharp when he's when he's looking at you. Yeah. This is there's no mistaking it. How did you find us so soon? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, how do you know? It's written all over your face, girl. What? You're Dominica Valerie. I damn. 
Called out. <laughs> okay, Tigger's like, um, I think I have to leave right now. I forgot some um, oven sun. But well, we, bye. T- we, t- we turned those off. We made sure to do that. No, 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 oh. no. My, my oven's back at uh, my camp in the forest. But bye. Oh. And Bowser was <laughs> like, are, are you sure it's the middle of the night? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, he, like, looks at Orion and starts talking to him. And as you, like, get up and walk away, Orion's like, there's no mistaking it. You can't run away from the truth, Titan. <laughs> oh, watch me. And do you cross real fast? <laughs> yeah. Watch <laughs> You can't run away from the truth, Tiyuku. Watch me. <laughs> That's our thief. <laughs> All right. So, um, um, I think the camera, we get this, the shot of Tiyuku running into the caves, and then, like, it pans upward into the darkness of the ceiling, and then it continues to pan up from the underbrush, and now we're back at the campsite. Shusha. Cool, cool scene transition. Because nice. I'm a director, right? <laughs> um... Thanks, George Lucas. <laughs> it wasn't a star wipe. Um, it's true. Anyway, so uh, this is this is a little bit later. Uh, this is after most of the folks have gone to bed. <laughs> Eustace went to bed, and then Charlie went to bed, and is holding Eustace's hand because um, he doesn't have all his friends to sleep on. Oh, uh, go- you know, goblins like to huddle together for warmth, uh, and Eustace is the only. Warmth around, uh, the fuzziest warmth around, at least. So he's like kind of clinging to his arm. And the, uh, rich boys, the, the nerds went to sleep a while ago. <laughs> and so now it's just, uh, now it's just you and Nemo. And you realize at this point that Nemo, you have never seen sleep. Hmm. Uh, which like, might oh, be weird. Okay. What? Mm. Um, What's up? That's just a so fucking weird ass thing to say. And now well, I just, I mean, like you also haven't necessarily been with him every single night, right? Yeah, right. Okay, um, but does he look like tired? No. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Well, that. well I... yes. Hmm? Oh, but does like, he always look tired though? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. Well, I guess it's time to turn in. I, I... If Tukyu isn't back by morning, we can we can go look for her. All right, that sounds like a plan. Doesn't make any movements. <laughs> so, uh, I had a question. And here you say you're not a scholar. Hmm. Um, have you ever heard of something called the wastes? You still got like the like the skewer in his hands. Um, and when you say wastes, he kind of like, it it twists in half. Where did you hear that? Okay, so you have heard of it. I'm not saying, I didn't say that. I pull out the spell it's Gwimrar, and I say, it's written in here on the entry about the, uh, whatever the machine was that made those little, that purple food we found. Pink food. Um. Right. Pink food. And he looks at it and he says, you know I can't read that. I'm... It's just for emphasis. <sighs> he, he sighs and he throws the, the twisted skewer into the, into the woods. 
This is... Listen, Zara. This... It's not important right now. Alright? We've got more relevant things to worry about. I'm gonna look him up and down. Let's see. What's his... Uh, I mean, he's like looking away from you. Okay. I'm gonna, um, take a gulp and I'm gonna say, um, you said I'm the boss, right? Yes. Okay, then. Well, uh, then I'm ordering you to tell me what you know. So, yeah, so I think he looks at you. He says, you're ordering me. I take a gulp and I say, yeah, that's right. All right. So I think this calls for um, a parlay. Parlay. Uh, You do have leverage over him because you are his boss. (laughs) I am the boss. That's right. You're the boss. Um, Oh, wait. Actually, actually. Let me look at something. Because this might be under a um, hireling move. Oh. So, so hirelings do what you tell them to do as long as it isn't dangerous, degrading, or stupid. Uh, and their cost is met. So when a hireling finds himself in a dangerous, degrading, or just flat-out crazy situation due to your orders, you have to roll plus loyalty. Um, I think this isn't necessarily dangerous, or de- but, like... This is like you are pushing him on something, uh, using specifically your status as his, as his like superior as the leverage. Mm-hmm. So I think this might be that move. Okay. Um, What's his loyalty with me? It is uh, plus two. Plus two. All right. That's a nine. All right. Partial so success. on a seven to nine, they do it for now, but they come back with serious demands. And so he looks at you, and he he narrows his eyes, and he says, All right, you're the boss. But you can't tell anybody about this, all right? Not even Tiyoku, or her? Tiyoku falls under anybody. Okay, I promise. All right. And he uh, unbuttons the first couple buttons of his shirt, and he pulls down the collar, and you see that he has a crescent moon and two stars branded on his chest, um, like just over his heart. Okay. And he well, says, now, you said branded. Yes. Not like tattooed, branded. Yeah, like, like, like burn scar. Oh, God. That's some wild stuff. Yeah. It is like a shiny white burn. Like Scar, um, kind of old. You can tell, eh, pretty old. I don't know how how elf like healing and like scarification works, but it's 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 old. And he says, um, "The wounded wastes are the last battlefield between us and the anguished." I take a gulp and I say, oh, "Where is it?" Uh, he doesn't say anything. He just points to the moon, uh-huh. which you can see. You can always see it. The moon is always out. It's dim during the day, but you can always see it. It's like the the the, the moon is like the north star of the setting. It it points north. It is it is the absolute north from wherever you're standing. It's moonward or away from the moon, and he points to it, and then he draws his finger down to the horizon. Okay, and 
while you're looking at the moon, um, you realize something. Because another thing we've mentioned is that the moon, one, well, one, it's cracked in half. Yeah. That's like a, we know that. But two, it doesn't have phases because the moon doesn't move. It is very much like stationary in the, in the, in the night sky. Um, again, so much though that, that people can orient themselves against it. Okay. And so it doesn't change its phase. But you see, looking at the moon tonight, that the left side of it from your orientation is fading, is, is dark, as if another heavenly body is casting a shadow on it. <laughs> I've never noticed this before in my life. Uh, it's, well, it's never been like that in your life that you've seen. I don't know how much time you spend staring at the moon. But this is new. It is new. Like, it's not like a new perspective on something I've seen a bunch. No. Oh, boy. Ford's not going to be happy about this. (laughs) No, I think there's a lot of things that Ford isn't going to be happy about. But that's uh, that's how it goes, isn't it? That's how it is on this bitch of an archipelago. (laughs) Yeah. When I... uh, what is that? What does the scar mean? Uh, he looks down. Ah. That's for people on the front line. And he buttons his shirt back up. Oh my goodness. Damn. What did you think Celestialist meant? Studied the stars or, or something? Well, you know. And he, uh, he gets up and he says, that's all you're getting out of me. Tonight, at least. You should get some rest. And he starts buttoning his shirt back up. Uh, which is when you hear, or maybe you don't, because she's so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little, little pause walking through the underbrush. Uh, do you, do you, do you, do you like say anything to announce your arrival? I think I sneak, are they like uh, both sitting out, uh, somewhere? Where I can um, see them? They're sitting, they're sitting at like the dying embers of this fire. Um, Nemo is currently standing. Okay. I, I want to try to sneak up on them, at least on Zara. Like, I don't really that much care if Nemo sees me. I want to like put part of my um, hands on Zara's shoulders and be like, Boo! Ah! <laughs> hey! I'm back. Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you nearly gave me a heart attack. Oh, no. Well, I guess you didn't die. <laughs> so that's... You did, don't scare me like that. Don't get scared like that. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't oh. resist. Well, where um, were you? Where did you go? Oh, you know, I went to solve... Solve everything, meet some people, make connections. I met the professor. You you met Professor Montauk? Where is he? Um, at a weird place called uh, Squire's Right. Squire's Right? Yeah. What is it? Uh? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. (laughs) So what? Um, It's a... (laughs) 
is an airplane joke. And oh. someone's like, we need a hospital. And the guy's like, a hospital? What is it? And he goes, well, it's a big <laughs> building with patients, but that's not important right now. That is, that is no. Yeah. Airplane's a good movie, isn't it? I love that movie. That's great. I've heard it's good. And um, they they also had a weird machine that I think was uh, Titan Tech. So I think I found her uplink. Oh, uh, what kind of machine? Oh, you know, the one that gave out the uh, pink stuff. Oh, 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 perfect. Uh, so, gr- great. We, we, we just have to go there and we can uh, get the uplink uh, set up. And Ryan's there too, right? So uh, it solves yeah. all the problems at one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. Yeah, like I said, I solved everything. As usual. How efficient. Uh-huh. Uh, see, there is no reason to doubt our our wonderful thief, Tiyoku. Uh-huh. You got in no trouble getting in or getting out. Impressive. Mm-hmm. So when are you going? I mean, we could go tomorrow. Uh, it is rather late. I, I wouldn't mind catching a nap. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, so... The morning rolls around, and the camp is abuzz with activity. Uh, it seems like the Archaeological Society, who went to bed before you, were a lot better at getting up early. Um, they are, they are like, you know, going back and forth. You smell coffee brewing in a pot. You smell bacon sizzling. Uh, Tuller and Grumbles is the last of our bacon burr. Um, and, uh, and yeah. Tiku, do you like introduce yourself or? Yeah, yeah. Like, hello. Like, hello. The archaeological society were sleeping in like a like a a curtain off like area like with with like a bunch of curtains strung between a bunch of trees to keep like a privacy tent almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they walk out and they see and um, the handsome one, uh, Providence, <laughs> goes, um, "Oh, hello." You must be a friend of, uh, Miss Fontaine's. Yes, uh, I got lost in the boots last night. Uh, terribly embarrassing. Oh, no worries. It's, uh, it's very circuitous around here. And he gives you this, this, like, deep bow. He says, My name is Providence Castor, and, well, any friend of Miss Fontaine's is a friend of mine. How wonderful. My name is, uh, Tuco. Campana. A pleasure to meet you. Miss um, Fontaine, uh, we figured it would be, would be best to get a uh, an early start in the morning. Hopefully we can find something this time. Uh, as long as we keep our eyes open. He looks over at Tularen, who like, grumbles and, and goes back to his bacon. Oh, what are you looking for? Well, uh, the Archaeological Society is looking for Professor Montauk. Oh, uh, really? We're we're looking for whatever the ruins were that he looked that he was uh, so assured of before he he disappeared. Yeah, yeah, the ruins where Professor Montauk might be. I mean, not that we know he if he's there or not. Uh, I look at you. Like, what do we do? <laughs> oh, well, I hope I can be of help because while I was lost in the woods, I walked awful far. And uh what what's the opposite direction of where the the uplink um, is? Um their their camp is 
actually past the uplink. Oh. Um, it's to your west, so there, for them it would be to the, uh, the opposite direction would be the east. It's, it's, uh, a little ways to the east. A lot long ways to the east, actually. East. East. Hmm. Uh, and he looks over at his friends and he says, didn't we look east for a while? It's, it's, it's nothing but, but hills and, and bushes out there, isn't it? And, and Galileo and Tumorin nod. Did you look closely? Because um, I wouldn't have noticed this, but I am awful clumsy, so I accidentally tripped over some stuff, and uh, when I when I tripped, some moss fell off, and uh, there were some uh, old structures there. I think they need to be... Uh, there were some marks of someone digging around there, too. Very recently, I think. Huh. It was, uh, yeah... It was pretty hidden, though, so... I see. You might have to look for it a bit, and it was kind of far away. And Providence, uh, like, is stroking his chin again. And I would like you to uh, defy danger charisma. Okay, well, let me do that. And uh, I rolled a ten. A ten? (laughs) All right. Yeah, so they believe you. Um, he says, "All right. Well, I, I guess we'll look again." Mm-hmm. All right, chaps. He uh, he straightens up. He's wearing like this hiker gear, like this really like the kind of hiking gear you see in a fashion <laughs> magazine more than you no. would see it in a uh, outdoorsman magazine. Oh no! You know the type. Yeah. <laughs> Well, chaps, I uh, suppose east is our bearing. Daylight's wasting, so it's it's best to let's be off. And uh, to them, say, "Oh my God, we have to put po- we have to poke through hills again." Ugh. Like, Come on, cheer up, chin up. Be fine, totally fine. It'll be well. Maybe we'll even find something. To Miss Campana says that there is a. Uh, Ruins in the moss. Let's see what we can find. And he and Tulin sighs and Galileo shrugs. And uh, they all head off. Nice. <laughs> uh, I feel a little bad about misleading them, but, uh, well, I think we have enough trouble with, uh, with this. Yeah. Yes, uh, says Nemo. They should not come. They are kids. I feel really good about misleading them. Honestly, I feel that was the right way to start the morning. Really put me on a good mood. Yes, a mood of lying. <laughs> I preferred misdirection <laughs> as a word. <laughs> uh, well, uh, T.U.Q., lead the way. Uh, you know how to get to Squatters, right? What's it called? Yeah, I believe that's what it was called. Okay. Yeah, I promised them not to tell anyone, but you know, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he uh, shakes his head and said, uh, "All right, lead the way." <laughs> oh, and we're taking the caps, obviously. Yeah. Uh, are those in a cart or? Yeah, they're in a cart, right? 
And I think, yeah. I think we just made Eustace. Did we have like, um, we must have had like horses, right? Yeah, yeah, you got horses. Okay, good, good, good. This, <laughs> oh is, my this, is, this isn't, this isn't like, uh, this isn't like the kind of, um, campaign, the kind of game where I'm like, oh, roll for a horse. Roll um, for a horse. I want the horses to be named, uh, one of the horses to be named Blueberry. Ah. Blueberry. Alright. Blueberry the horse. Blueberry. And then Raspberry the cat back at yeah. the place. That sad coincidence. <laughs> Strange coincidence, yeah. Alright, so Blueberry and, uh, Charles. Your two horses. Um, pro- uh, yeah, yeah, because you only need one cart for two calves, right? Because they're light-ish and they're heavy-duty carts. Um, anyway, either way, you, you, you take them. Not really not leaving a trail is, uh, because you're taking a big cart full of heavy robots mm-hmm. through, through the woods. Um, and as you're walking, I think, I think, uh, you want to keep an eye out for things, make sure you're not getting tailed or anything. I would suggest a, like a, uh, uh, what's it called? Like a perilous journey? But you don't need to worry about Quartermaster. It's just a matter of, um, yeah, I think, like, cause Tuku's being basically the trailblazer, making sure you get to the right place. Yeah. And Zara, you are, can scout to keep an eye out and make sure that nothing hinky happens. Fine with me. So we roll plus wisdom. Right. Yes. Yeah. I got a 12. I got an 8. 12. Wow. And an 8. Okay. So, um, with an 8, you get there on time. You don't get there faster than usual, but you're able to take a pretty solid route there. Um, Zara, with a 12, um, you notice as you're walking through the forest, you get the distinct impression that somebody is watching you. There's, um, you hear like some rustling and then you actually start to hear like murmured voices in the, in the tree line. Whoever's watching, whoever's watching us, we can see you. If you can see us, how, why are you saying whoever? You should know who we are. (laughs) Do I recognize that voice? Yeah, yeah. You hear like a, like a, like a smack and then, um, ferocious oleark, uh, comes into view, rubbing his arm. And he is followed by Defiant Poignard, who is rubbing her knuckles, and uh, Inquiring Leon, who is just got his face in his hands. <laughs> oh, uh, hello. I don't even know why I hang out, you guys. He's inquiring to himself. Um, and uh, Ferocious, holding, holding one arm, he waves to the other one. He's like, hey, hi, what's up? Uh, you know, just hanging out in the woods, you know, doing wood stuff. Hmm. Wood stuff. Hmm. I look at Tiyoko. <laughs> what do you think, Tiyoko? Sound uh, legit? Oh yeah, I I hang out in the woods and do wood stuff all all the time. Uh, Defiant, Defiant like puts her whole hand on the side of uh Ferocious's face and just pushes him. <laughs> uh, and she says, "We're not doing wood stuff, jackass." We came to tell you something. Right, Pharaoh? And um he like jams his hands in his pockets as far as they will go and he's like Yeah Yeah, we came to tell you something. Well, uh, I'm right here. <sighs> he like sighs, he's like <laughs> Dude, why don't you do it? She's like, I have no reason to do it. This is your fault. Just 
Fine. He looks at you, looks at the ground, and he says, I'm sorry. Oh, eh. You mean for the other day? Uh, don't, don't worry about it. It's water under the bridge, really. Uh, yeah. uh, if anything, I should be the one to be sorry. Uh, after all, I tap my goggles and I'm like, I didn't mean to give you such a pronounced sh- shock. Yeah, yeah, totally, exactly, right? And he looks at Defiant, <laughs> who just shakes her head and she's like, no. The only reason she shocked you is because you was trying to shake her down in front of the observatory. Dick. And he says, all right, I'm sorry for shaking you down in front of the observatory. Uh, it's again. Or at all, says Defiant. Or at all, he says. <laughs> again, not a problem. Uh, just next time, <laughs> make sure you understand who you're dealing with. I wink. <laughs> uh, and Defiant, um, Defiant kind of says, so yeah, uh, we heard that you were out here doing something for the Dean, so we figured we'd come and help. It was the least we could do after, you know, getting you in this mess. I look at Tsuku and you and Eustace and I say, oh, well, uh, uh, we appreciate it, really, but um, I'm afraid what we're doing is a little bit, uh, well, it could be dangerous. Dangerous? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Zara, we live for danger, says Defiant and flexes. Well, that's very impressive, uh, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm... Man, I really want to take them along. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but no. But uh, we really, we have a handle on it. I, I think you should just go back to the university. We'll be fine, really. Ugh. Are you sure? You don't need any help? Oh, I've got all the help I need right here. Right, uh, Tiyoku? Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Defiant kind of sighs. She says, All right. And then, um, ferocious and inquiring, like, All right, sick. Awesome. Yo, Inky, you want to see if those, uh, archaeological society day? Yay? I don't know, being like, um, do you want to see if they got any good stuff? <laughs> Fine, I guess, sure. Um, says inquiring, and the two of them run off in the woods in the direction of the camp. And, and Defiant tries to call after them and then just shakes her head. She turns back to you and she says, um, okay, I get, yeah, you don't need our help, but I still feel like I should do something for you, so, uh, she reaches in her pocket and she pulls out a, a slip of paper, uh, folded, a folded slip of paper. And she says, um, here, uh, you're like a science magic-y person, right? Oh, yes, I'm uh, very interested in magic. This, um, feels like this would be up your alley, but, uh, don't show it around, okay? And she, she just kind of presses it into, into your hand and, uh, like salutes and then walks into the woods in the direction of the university. Um, yeah, okay, I, I look at it. Okay, um, it is a flyer for a demonstration of the metamorphosists. The metamorphosists? Um, yes, it says, uh, all like-minded individuals welcome. Intellectuals, philosophers, and those who wish to push further 
and society deems appropriate, who wish to push beyond what nature deems our limits. Huh. Does it say, like, a meeting or anything? There's, like, a couple dates. Uh, most of them have already passed. There was one left, but it's in two weeks. Ow. All right, well, um, I'm going to pop that into my pocket. I can't attend mm-hmm. that meeting, but that's an interesting idea. Maybe I'll run across them sometime in the future. Yeah, yeah. It, do, it does say, it does say um, you know, meeting all across the archipelago. Huh, interesting. And I've never heard of these people before. Uh, you can spout lore, but um, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, I like the mystery. I'm going to keep it, keep it mystery for now. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's just something you've never, you've never come across. Uh, which is weird, considering your 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 um, affinity for magic. All right, in my pocket it goes. It goes in the pocket. Boop boop. And uh, yeah, you, you continue on into the woods. Since Tuku did pass that that thing, you, there's no additional problems. You you make your way to Squatter's right. Um, well, you make your way to the mouth of the tunnel of Squatter's right. Right. It is actually kind of well uh, disguised in in the sense that it is a uh, it's very hilly around here. It, it's 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 very hilly and mountainous all across Galeria, and there seems to be like uh, almost a ring of hills that obscure the entrance of this cave from the outside. Cool. Okay. You just leave the the carts out here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ask um, Nemo and Eustace and Charlie to wait out here with them, and I'd be like, uh, maybe we should just go in the two of us. I mean, someone has to make sure that the calves aren't, uh, damaged. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a good idea. Um, you also realize that you've got, like, carts? You've left wagon wheel tracks? Joy. Way? So people can follow us here. They could, yeah. Joy. Because mm. you, you brought the carts. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nothing we can do about it now. Charlie does. Charlie does go like, "Oh my god, we could get tracked." Uh, and he goes and starts like patting the ground, trying to like like massage the wheel <laughs> grooves back into the into flat ground. But it's not going to do much. So I mean, we already did get tracked, and nothing happened. How many more people can there be in this forest? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah, totally. Um. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so the two, you just, uh, go inside? Yeah, two goose is like, Yoo-hoo, I'm here, I'm back, hello! Alright. Um, you go in, and I, there are the traps that you, like, left, that you passed earlier. They are reactivated, but you see them, um, because you saw them before. Yeah, point them out, Desire, like, don't sit there! Don't sit there? Don't yeah, sit there. yes, of course. <laughs> Are you sure they're going to be okay with us just uh, walking in like this? Oh, probably not, but, you know, it'll be fine. Great. They can't be that mad. Jeez. We got along so nicely. Alright, so, so yeah, you, you're calling on the way in, yeah. and um, you hear, like, scuffle, like, feet shuffling inside, and you hear, like, oh my gosh, she's back, she's back. Um, and, and, and the thumping of feet coming down the tunnel is like, wait, let us, uh, disarm the traps. We don't want you to get trapped and, and cut or, or stabbed or fallen into a hole. Oh, we're fine. Don't worry. Uh, well, maybe we should let them disarm the traps. <sighs> uh, 
I wait, I wait, I don't think I'll move. Now that I hear that, like, we're gonna get stabbed and fall into a hole, I, like, do not move. <laughs> I, I wanna say that Tuka just, like, runs over real fast and is like, okay, you can disable the traps now. Okay, after she passes all of them? Yeah. Yeah, she, nice. she's, it's about professional pride not <laughs> to have them disabled for her. Alright. Um, Jacques and Julian come and they, like, see you and say, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then they see Zara and they say, oh! Hello. It is a a a, a countrywoman. Oh, one of, uh, one of our people. Oh, hello, hello. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, hello. Uh, give us one moment so we can make sure that you don't get stabbed and chopped into pieces and fall into a hole or shot by a crossbow. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. <laughs> Magnifique. Uh, and they start just wiggle, like fiddling with the traps, and uh, after a few minutes, they're like, "Okay, it's safe." Uh, I want to. I want to say to you, just like, hope they didn't forget anything. <laughs> Horrible. She Horrible. knows they didn't. She I, knows they didn't. I mean, cat. I like tiptoe, like sweating bullets every single step of the way until I'm through, and then I'm like, oh, oh I kiss the ground. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, we did not you- miss any. Don't scare me like that, Tiyuku. I'm so That's sorry. twice in one day. Well, technically two days. I mean... Uh, no, technically it was at like, about 4 a.m. when you returned, so it is still today. Uh, I don't think it's today until I've slept. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I oh, well. dust myself off, and I, um, I uh, walk up and I say, uh, It's... Really rare to see Halaganel this far from Valentina. Um, may the blessings of the king uh, preside over all your days. And yours as well, sister. Yes, it, it is strange for us to be here, um, Jacques, Jacques says. And, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of bakers in Mandelbrough, where we, where we f- are from, and uh, we thought we might come to a new country and... and Make a splash. It uh, it did not work that way. Why not? Uh, Valentine and bacon is the is the best baking in the world. It is. That's true. Um, but uh, Galeria has this thing called I don't know, incorporation laws. Uh, you need to have a business code and 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 register. We came, we came to Galeria with 200 coins, 200 uh, Valentinian, you know, crowns. All of the money we'd saved our entire lives. And we met this individual who told us that he could, uh, he could get us registered with the Admiralty as, as, as licensed bakers. And so we could get a, a business license and open up a bakery. Um, he lied. Uh, he took all our money and and left us here. And uh, we were on the street for a while uh, before Alexander found us and showed us this place. And, uh, well, it's not f- cooking for the crowds, but uh, we still get the chance to bake sometimes. Um, and you actually now smell um, the smell of... Uh, of, of Baking bread, a fresh, fresh baked bread. Ooh. Oh, ah, ah. like I'm like, mm. 
Yes, uh, uh, raspberries uh, hall yesterday, as it were. Um, had some flour and some sugar and salt, and so we were able to uh, to get a little something uh, put together. Oh, I haven't had mm-hmm. sweet bread in, in forever. Mm. Mm. I'm licking my lips like mm, sweet bread. Well, my, uh, my sister, it would be an honor for us to feed you, uh, and and he, they lead you in. And uh, Julian is, is is getting the bread out of the uh, oven, and it is real good bread. Uh, they are fantastic bakers. Um, it's 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 uh, sweet bread, so it's 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 like I don't know if it's shortbread or what, but it's real good. Yeah, so they 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 pull it out and they start slicing it. And they say, uh, "It is." Uh, it is lovely to bake again, especially for, for someone who can appreciate it fully. Um, and uh, and raspberries there, and, and amethyst is there. Uh, and raspberries like, oh hey 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 TQ, uh, nice to see you again. Hey. And then this is what, what? <laughs> who, Hello. Who is she? Who are you? I'm. Why are you with here? So Yuzari, now that you see this this kind of um. Not very glossy, kind of like a uh, matte, mm-hmm. uh, purple shelled dwarf, uh, who looks like she's like dwarven fourteen or whatever that is. <laughs> uh, I don't know how the I don't know how the age spans of dwarves work, but she's young. Um, and and this this kind of kind of stringy looking uh, black and orange kushaki, who's just chill. Uh, but the dwarf is like, "Hey, you weren't supposed to bring tell anybody about this place." Oopsie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell anyone else, except for, you know, some guys outside, but, you know, they're like, they're with us. Guys outside? (laughs) Don't sweat about it. Don't sweat about it. Don't worry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Forget about it. Um, Yeah, so she she just kind of, like, gets up and storms over to the corner where her crossbow is. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, Alex! Alex! She's back and she brought more people! Um, and Alex, um, from the, the side of the, of the wall where you saw that, like, big curtain nailed to the wall, uh, it, like, pulls aside and you can see that there's, like, a, like, a sleeping area in there. Um, and Alex, the bugbear, in, in, like, like, pajamas almost. Not really pajamas, oh, but, like, like, ratty, like, old clothes. Yeah. Looks kind of groggy, his hair is all frazzled. Comes out and he's like, "What? What? What's going on?" Oh, hey, good oh, morning. My God, damn! What the <laughs> hell are you doing here? A lot of things, actually. Uh, a, lot, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, for one, we would love to meet the professor. All right. I mean, you met him last night. What do you want him for? Well, we're hopefully here to convince him to come back with us, but. Um, more than that, um, I, I sort of point at the machine, because we can see the machine, right? You can see the machine. More than that, I, well, we're here for that. And, and for the rest of the technology in this place. What? L- Listen, that machine is important for us. It's the only way we can survive down here. I look around. Does it look like these people are living well? No. I'm going to look at Tiyugu, and I'm going to say, um, you know, we could really use some help on the island, right? Uh, yeah, sure, probably. I don't know. I didn't do anything there. (laughs) 
and we are supposed to, you know, be evangelizing for the Titans, right? Um, don't know about that part, but... Oh, you're a big help. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, sure, I guess. I guess we could uh, go about talking about how uh, amazing we are, you know? Uh, well, look, uh, you all live here out of necessity, right? I mean, yeah, there's not really anywhere else to go. Well, uh, what if I said there was? Well, that sounds like a nice thing to hear, but, I mean, what what are you talking about? Well, um, I do know of a place, um, it's where we're from, or rather, where we work. Um, it's called the Bastion, it's an island uh, off the coast of Galeria, and we're going to be returning there. It, it, it's not much, but, uh, we have all the beds and supplies you could ever want, and, uh, we really could use more people. Especially people who are uh, capable of uh, of working. It's for a little uh, sort of an expedition. That doesn't belong to any uh, uh, government, right? Ah, uh, true. Yeah, I I don't think it's uh, under any sort of um, rulership either. Huh. Um. So I think this is a parlay. Okay. You want to smoke up too? <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it. <laughs> You're attempting I, you know to. Um... Can I actually use the pipe leaf? Like legit. Yeah, yeah, if you want. Like, like, why don't, maybe we say, like, ah, oh, you know, we've been sitting down, and we, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, okay. So, you, yeah, you, 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 you're like, hey, let me, let me wet your whistle, partner, and you give him a pipe. <laughs> maybe, guess. yeah, maybe they notice it, and they're like, hey, let's, uh, because I always, I always feel weird, like, offering it to smooth the, we- grease the wheels, because it just, just seems really, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems really weird. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Tuku, maybe Tuku's like, it, uh, it's, it's customary, uh, amongst, uh, our people to, to, oh, yeah, to, right. to smoke this while, while, to while smoke. taking. To smoke a J, yeah. Yeah, this customary to smoke while we invite you to our island nation that I am the ruler of. <laughs> it's customary, uh, it's customary to smoke before we go to our micro nation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> Traffic yeah, laws to, don't apply to me. To the to the to the, the, the gay and lesbian <laughs> kingdom of Australia. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, all right. I think I think taxes are bullshit. <laughs> First Amendment, but Second Amendment. Yeah. yeah. If you violate uh, my nap, I'll shoot your helicopter down. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Roll that parlay because you've definitely got leverage being like a place for his people to be. To live. Right, with the plus one too, right? With, with the plus one. That's a ten. That's a ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's 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 good. He think he like you can see he's mulling it over and he says, "All right, if if you can promise that this this place isn't going to have any Galerian oversight, I'll just damn sight bad and they'll live in a hole in the ground." Well, it definitely doesn't. And uh, again, like I said, we we could really use the help. It's kind of important. So, what do you say? You want to help us uh, save the world? <laughs> save the world? That sounds like something. But, uh, listen, I gotta... Uh, let me try to talk to Orion about it, and uh, we'll see what he has to say, because I don't go where he doesn't, if I can help it. Okay. All right, yeah, he says, uh, let me, uh, let me, let me go, let me go look for Orion, 
see if I can find him. And, uh, we'll see see what he thinks. And he he heads off. I look at Tiyuku like, oh, friends. Nice. Uh, so you said you, you wanted to look at that machine? Yeah, 100% want to look at that machine. All right. So I, it is I, a- I want to talk it to it with Tiyuku. Okay. I want to say like, well, this is the machine, right? Yeah. What do you do? Oh, you have to ask politely. A grovel if you if you must. Um, ask and uh, pull pull the lever. Ask politely. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up and I'm gonna sort of examine the machinery of it. Okay. Uh, with uh, with the let me see this move. Yes. Let me see that. Uh, when you take a few moments to handle, examine something interesting. Ask the GM two of the following questions. Uh, what does this do? Who made this? What's wrong with this? How I fix this? What's been done to this recently? What's been done most recently with this or to this? I want. Right. I know what it is. Uh-huh. I know what it does. I know who made it. I want to know what's wrong with it and how might I fix it. Um. So the thing, one thing you see is that it is. Um. It's sal- like it's salvage, right? It's not. This is not at its full capacity, and a big part of that is that it has been repaired with materials that are not the materials that it needs. Um, what it really needs is like titanite and, and magic, uh, and like new batteries and all stuff that's, that's not here, but it is stuff that's at the bastion. Nice. Okay. All right. I can, uh, so I can fix it there potentially if we can get it there. Excellent. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, what has been done to this most recently? Most recently it was, you know, fished out of the, you know, whatever is back there, uh, whatever, wherever it was in, uh, which you know now is, is the scrapyard or in the back chamber, and it was it was you know fixed up and and turned on. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, All right. and uh, yeah, Easy looking enough. at it, you like get the you figure it's like a um, it's not just a food synthesizer though it is that, and it's using like the magic, it's using magic to transform air into food, which is wild, like oxygen and hydrogen and nitrogen and stuff, whatever's in the air. You also know that looking at it, if you had different stuff, you could put into it. And make it taste like different things. Oh, cool. Really? No shit. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And then um, I have one last question that's not related to these. Okay. Looking around, can I tell this is the uplink? Uh, this machine? No, not the machine. This place. Uh, not, I mean, not in this room. This room doesn't look, but I mean, this, this machine definitely came from wherever the uplink is. Okay. So it's probably, okay. So I can presume it's around here. Yeah. Great. Easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you, did you want to try it? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you have to ask it nicely, right, Tiyuku? Yeah, you have to ask nicely. Say please. Okay, yeah, here it goes. Yeah, it, it helps if you're polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, mighty machine. Um, <laughs> hi there. I'm Zara, and I would really like some food. Uh, so if you could offer some, uh, I would sure appreciate it. I pull the letter. All right, and that is ten. All right, um, yeah, it it makes those like like you know move like the sounds of of things rattling around, and it it like kind of lights up and it says, "Finally, someone with a few little manners." Can uh, I? Is this like a like? It, does it say that in like our common language? No, uh, but you know what it says. Oh, okay. So I say, oh, well, uh, it's no problem. Thank you um, for the food. And yeah, you hear like a boom uh, as as two full bars of that pink material fall full into. Bars. Full, full bars. Full bars? 
of that pink material fall into the receptacle at the bottom. All right, great. I pick them uh-huh. up. Right, I, I give Tiyuki one of the bars. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so these these bars are like bar of soap sized, huh. um, as opposed to like the small like kernel you got before. Uh, each of them, when ingested, heals fifteen hit points. Ooh. So it's this like is... a healing potion. This yeah, is my whole. So it's actually better points. than a healing potion. It also yeah. covers your rations for a day. Oh, yeah. good food! I can't wait to take this back to the bathroom and abuse it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to put a, like a restriction on that. Like, only one person per trip can use it, uh, or something. But, um, yeah. And, and Raspberry's like, hey, hey, you got it to work. Good job. It's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, Amethyst is pouting. <laughs> she says, I'm going to be in the room. So let me know when you're done and when the weirdos are gone. <laughs> but I guess we might be moving in with them. Ugh. <laughs> and she goes into the, into the, like, the sleeping area. Okay. Two are like, uh, good job. I knew you could do it. You're so good with machines after all. Oh, <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I suppose I am. Yeah, don't tell anyone, but, uh, when I tried it, it didn't work. <gasps> oh, well, uh, I'm sure I can help you get it to work later when we get it back to the bastion. Thank you. I would love that. And, uh, around this time, you hear rustling. Uh, in the, uh, from the, the, the wooden panels on the back of the cave. And they shift to the side, and you see Alexander Granite, um, along with Professor Ryan Montauk. Who you know, I told you what it looks like before, but he's like, you know, an old man with a big white beard and big white hair. Dirty, still dirty. Doesn't look like he's slept since you've seen him last, TQ. Oh. Um, and he says, uh, yeah, Ryan, these are the, these are the folks we were telling you about. They were telling us about, place we could go and live. And Orion nods and he says, I know, Alexander. I know. This is Otto Clearwater, Dominica Valerie, and the Titans. They're here to save us. You realize that his, like, robes have been bunched up around his uh, his uh, hands, like he's been holding his hands inside of his sleeves. Um, and he pulls them aside, and he brandishes a knife. Wow! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what you got there, buddy? <laughs> um, uh, what's the knife for? Um, and you look at the knife in his hand, and it is this. It looks like it's carved from a solid piece of white gemstone. It's called moonstone, except for a, a black crack running through the, the length of it. Um, and he looks at you, and he looks at the knife. And he says, This is our salvation. 